Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, David Brownstein. On the podcast today, we have Jamie Creel. Now, Jamie is the man- the marketing manager for 3686 Festival that is going to be coming up uh, next week, starting on the 17th. It is an enormous online festival this year, uh, filled with entrepreneurs and business people, creative marketing types, branding uh, experts uh, that's going to be going on for over 10 days. And it's interesting because this festival that takes place in uh, in Nashville usually is done in person. Of course, due to COVID-19, that's not feasible this year. So it's actually being moved to a virtual uh, festival. And we had an opportunity to talk with Jamie about that. It was a wonderful interview, and we are happy to bring it to you. Here is Jamie Creel on the Return on Experience podcast. Hi, Jamie. Hey. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Glad we figured out the time differences. Yes, you guys in Tennessee, you mess up that whole <laughs> East Coast <laughs> thing. No, it's... <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. I actually, I, I, I'm always actually, I think I live in Chicago for a little bit. I think secretly central time zone type of person. Yeah. I think that's really more of my, my jam. <laughs> And uh, I, I always, I was like, like, yeah, let's watch our shows at six o'clock. What the heck? Let's do it. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I guess we should have clarified. <laughs> Quite all right. All right. You guys doing okay there with everything? It's, it's. Uh... Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want. It's been, I mean, it's definitely been a very interesting year. Um, <laughs> yes. To say the least. Um, but, you know, we we want to keep going and keep pushing forward. And, you know, that's always what we, what we're preaching. So um, it's no difference, different than um, with 3686 and um, continue to, you know, bring the resources and the information and everything. So. Now, just in the background, I was sort of looking, you've done these, have you done these in the past, obviously in person, and this is the first one you're doing in a virtual way. Yes. So, so just that game planning of that has to be a couple of interesting meetings of obviously everything is geared around individuals and, and everyone meeting face to face and engaging in that way. And to make that switch, can you talk about that early phrase of just kind of making that switch to obviously having to due to the circumstances in our world right now going virtual? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was kind of that, it was definitely a slower process for us because you know, as everything was going on, you know, you, you think that it's not going to last as long as it has, um, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, not, um, you know, or as far as socially distancing and, um, quarantine and, and all of that. So, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, we were, you know, still had plans for the in-person event like usual. Um, and then, we started having conversations of, okay, well, what's our cutoff date of when we're going to decide if we're going to have in person or virtual. And um, as we kept having those conversations and as more and more information came out about um, COVID and, um, you know, precautions that people need to take and and just being responsible and um, making sure that you're doing what your part and what you can to, help, um, you know, kind of slow down the virus. So, um, yeah, we eventually went to, um, full virtual event. 
Yeah. Which is kind of has to be the case for, for at least right now, it seems, which is smart. It was a good, it was a good pivot because obviously uh, it's most where most general conferences are probably leaning to right now is going, going virtually. Now you guys cover a huge gamut of, of in terms of businesses and elements that you have there. I kept reading your stuff. I'm like, okay, they have that and this and that. All right. <laughs> it is, it, was that always uh, something from the beginning where you're like, we really want to cover as many potential bases as possible rather than maybe go niche and just maybe specifically finances or just businesses or startups, like to really cover a wider uh, gamut of, of possibilities? Yeah. Um, I would say it was originally um, all, all about the um, entrepreneur um, and bringing mm-hmm. um, bringing investors um, to 3686 for these entrepreneurs and, and vice versa for, you know, for the um, investors to uh, be able to uh, meet a lot of startups. Um, And then uh, as it continued to go, you know, investors were meeting other investors and um, there's just a lot of organic networking that happened um, over the years. And um, as we continue to, um, you know, do the, the festival. Originally, it was um, more of, uh, of a con- conference. Um, but two years ago, we went to a multi-venue um, approach. And so we took over downtown Nashville, um, over like honky-tonk bars, um, and converted them into the, um, the conference venues. Um, and that's when it became a festival. Um, and yeah. <laughs> and um, as we continue to kind of grow into this, um, not necessarily that stuffy conference kind of vibe, um, we start right. kind of branching out to, um, you know, involve uh, other individuals that may not identify as an entrepreneur or an investor. And so that's when you start seeing, okay, well, let's bring in some creative um, kind of industries um, such as marketing or branding and and things like that. So we've really continued to kind of expand on what um, topics that we cover, but we still are very true to that entrepreneur and investor meetup. Now, is there something about, because specifically I, I am a big fan of, of, of Nashville and obviously the, the vibe, but you guys there, you're, you're, it is like one of the major cities that's blowing up in terms of innovation. Also, it's still backbone is obviously a big element in the music industry. Um, do you guys have means in terms of building out a, when you talk about how you want the festival, like you said, you changed it to a, rather than a conference to a festival, when you talk about that, how much is it of uh, how can we imbue these activities, these the meetups, there, everything that's going on throughout the festival to fit into that sort of Tennessee mindset or like vibe? Because obviously it's very different. Um, you want it to have that. Like you want it to feel very specifically to 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 you guys. Yeah, I'm sure. um, I mean, originally it's. Um it's all about Southeast. And so at launch Tennessee, um, who hosts, um, 3686, um, you know, we all are about collaboration. And so we have, um, you know, collaborate with different, um, organizations and bringing them in and, 
um, bringing in their voices to our panels and things like that. Um, Cause we really do believe that, um, you know, you're better together. Um, and, but we do feel that obviously um, we are all about Tennessee as an organization. Um, so yeah. we do want to showcase that Southern hospitality and that, um, that warmness that you, you feel when you come here and um, having it downtown uh, Nashville um, allows people that are from, you know, out of town, out of state to come and like have just a really fun time. And, um, you know, it doesn't feel like those traditional, um, you know, work conferences that they have to go to. They want to go here because um, they're, you know, being able to meet so many different people in such a relaxed environment. Do you, so that's, here's the side question. So your lanyards are cooler. Yeah. Like, cause this is always the thing, like how the lanyards work out. Do you guys like have like, like we got to make those sure that they're like, people enjoy them. Like I want to wear this out. I want to have a, a, a cool lanyard yeah. around my neck. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, um, so my role is, is marketing and, and branding. And um, yeah. so that's always been a huge thing for me is making sure um, everything just really out um and they're you know everyone just wants to keep everything <laughs> from the right. like, yeah, like <laughs> frame it in their office or something <laughs> right quality sw- like like swag is never always the right terminology but it's like you want them to keep it you want them to be happy with the the that yeah, <laughs> the, that element of awesome it right? because um like after the event we'll get emails or you know reaching out to us saying, Hey, my wife just lost her uh, sunglasses that she got last year. They were her favorite. Oh, wow. have anymore. And, you know, and so we did have to ship some out and we were just like, this is awesome. You know, that's what you want to hear. That's what you want to, um, you know, have people think about your brand. Now it, I'm sure this is something that you discuss is obviously because part of it's a festival and I think the main reason that people go to uh, events like this is beyond obviously listening to experts talk, but it's really the interpersonal connections and communications that people make while there. How are you guys uh, sort of addressing that? Obviously, now that for this period, for this year, you have to move into a virtual setting to be able to encourage people to have those sort of uh, more intimate uh, interpersonal conversations. Yeah, so um, the platform that we are using this year um, is called Visibo, and they have um, a feature called the community feature that we are branding 3686 Community. Um, and this allows whenever you buy your ticket, um, you get a profile and um, you can reach out. You can see who, uh, who else is attending. You can reach out to them. Um, and this is... Um, you know, a part of the GA ticket. Um, and so anyone can reach out to anyone. Um, if you don't want it, that feature, you can, uh, you know, take off your profile. Um, but um, we also, for people that are wanting, you know, maybe um, more uh, personalized connections um, with investors or um, with, you know, other mentors, we um, do have this feature called, called Brella. It's an AI-powered um, matchmaking tool. And so um, mm. you can add that to your ticket. Um, and then once we get closer to the festival, um, we will be uh, 
reaching out to those people that have purchased that and be, um, you know, sorting those, uh, those matches. And then they'll be able to meet um, virtually at 3686. That's, that's the AI. They got their act together. <laughs> with, with all yeah. Uh, is it, I was wondering, because obviously you, you are, I was noticing in your schedule, are you, you guys are still doing pitches, right? Having certain like pitch nights. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we will have, um, as of right now, um, there are two uh, pitch events that we will have. Um, 686 student edition. Um, and then our launch Tennessee pitch competition, um, which they are sourced from um, uh, multiple partners in, in the ecosystem um, that will be, uh, it will all be Tennessee-based um, startups. Mm. Do you think, have you guys discussed anyway, because obviously I think a big part of anyone's ever been to sort of a pitch uh, competition is that you do get a lot of energy and feedback from the audience while you're doing it. I think it kind of gauges and pushes people forward in their process. Obviously that's not the case. Is there uh, any talks about how to make people feel they're still connected to an audience while they're doing it up there? Because I think that's a, it's always a different energy if you were like up on a stage compared to up in front of your computer. Yeah. Um, oh. No, I definitely. I mean, I think that um, especially the approach that we are, we are taking with, um, you know, this virtual 3686 is um, we're trying new things. We're kind of doing, being a guinea pig in, in some capacity of figuring out um, what works and what doesn't. So, you know, after it's all said and done, I, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of takeaways. Um, but um, we're, you know, we're, we're pretty confident with, um, you know, having the stuff that we will have and we'll have these judges being able to give them, you know, real time feedback on their pitches. Um, so they're still going to be able to, you know, get that feedback um, and have those takeaways um, and uh, potentially uh, win a cap prize. Do, does everything sort of in uh, divide a lot more so? Cause like I, I mentioned before, obviously now you go, you talk, you have branding and marketing and even you have health. I think I, I saw you have health professionals too, even uh, talking about certain things. Do you mix and match in terms like finance and health and branding? They have a plat, they have a, a workshop that they do, or is it you try to just for everyone to maximize the amount of time there, kind of keep everyone's interests separated overall? Um, yes. So this year we have five different tracks. Um, and so they will be specific to um, their topics, um, one being healthcare, mm-hmm. um, one is um, for. Uh, like startups that are scaling, um, one for startups that are uh, built, you know, in their build stage. Um, and then we have digital media and then we have culture. Um, and so in all of these buckets um, or tracks rather, um, they will have very specific um, uh, topics that will be discussed, but we are going to be bringing in mm-hmm. um, a different range of, uh, you know, experts to speak on, you know, whatever fits there. But um, it is, you know, we kind of felt that, um, especially since this year's festival um, is for uh, 10 days, (laughs) um, we wanted to make sure that we were really intentional with the um, people's time and and realizing that 
you know, people may not be able to attend all 10 days um, virtually. And um, right. so being, you know, being mindful of that and putting um, something that may be very um, specific to someone's, um, you know, wants and needs of 3686 on that specific day. I'm sure this this might be coming up with it with the speakers that are there. Where, I mean, listen, I mean these are these are unheralded times and a lot of going on. I mean, is the topics? Have you guys decided to speak in a, a possible broader sense of where you think things might might be going? What you might have to do because obviously it depends at this time, or do you still say the world of a startup is this, and you always need to. I guess I speak more generally about the things you need to do in a business sense, or is a lot of it going to be leading into we're in a new stage of things maybe in the world. And this is the path you have to go on or think about now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be definitely a mix. Um, there's no way to um, do any event without addressing what's been going on um, or, you know, um, where you think it's going to go. Um, I think that especially with, startups and the way that, you know, in-person um, interactions are now um, and, and, and all of the uh, things that are being uh, implemented now when you do go out, I mean, there's definitely going to be a change because um, we're already seeing. So I think that, um, you know, you have to address those things and what it looks like for, um, you know, someone starting a new business um, you know, I think that people that may have just been starting out, of course, there were like 20 is my year and then all this stuff happened. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, not to say that there is, um, any, you know, anything good about, um, you know, what has caused us to, to get to where we are. But I think that if people can kind of take a step back and really focus on, what that future looks like, it may help them in the long, in the long run with their business. That makes sense. Uh, so I always like to ask this from people who are trying to organize great things, like uh, large experiences. Uh, I always say, I think a lot of people have great ideas, but they get a little afraid of trying to implement a large, try to put together an experience because they're worried that it might not work or something they try will fail. And I have found that, when doing anything like this, something always does go wrong or has a possibility that I always like to say it's a good idea, but it didn't work out. So I was wondering if based on your experience working at the festival, if you could share something like that at like a time, like, you know what, let's try this to seem like a really good idea. And then you realize, wow, that, that was not a good idea. That did not, <laughs> that did not work out. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's, it, to me, it's really in the details and um, some things that can be really small to, you know, something like the type of lunch that we uh, had at the, at the event or um, to something bigger, like a big um, program piece. So um, uh, uh, we used to have um, a pitch competition of 36 startups. Um, it was called Village 36. Um, and that's a lot of pitches <laughs> and a lot. Um, yeah. Um, to, that's a night. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a night. I, yeah, I go through that. And so I think that um, 
you know, as we continue to um, do anything, you're going to kind of see what works, what doesn't. And even through time, stuff that may have worked um, a couple years ago or even a year ago may not work um, today. And so I think that, um, you know, we've constantly um, tweaked and um, cut elements that we got a lot of great feedback on. We always do a survey um, after the festival to to get people's genuine feedback. And um, <clears throat> that's been really, really helpful to kind of take that into consideration every every year. I, I'm with 36 sounds like it would it, it's a it, after about 20 I'm sure you're like wow we got a lot more to go but but it sounds like a big element is that Q&A that, that you seem to really have with your audience and do you find do people who are your startups like try to come back every year is it is it something more just like if you you're in that startup stage you that's it and then you don't return or do you find actually startups try to come back every um every year to be part of it yeah i i feel like once someone has experienced 3686 they're hooked um and so Mm -hmm. you know we do typically have a lot of repeat um attendees which is great um and so our our uh you know challenge and opportunity is really going beyond um, our network and our and our you know direct partners to um, really share the word and because there's so many other um, conferences and events that are going on and you know there's only so many ways that you can say um, how an event is um, until someone experiences experiences it um, you know that's the whole that's what kind of the game changer is getting people there and right. in their home. Yeah. It, after a while, I'd be like, it's amazing. You're like, oh, everything's amazing. Like, no, it's really amazing. It's like, yeah, 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 I got it. You know, no, it is. It's, but once you, 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 like you say, hook into what you're specifically about, what makes you different and unique, that's why people come back. Yeah. I, I think that's, was, uh, that's right. I honest. wish there was a sexier word for networking because that is like, there's no sexier word for networking. <laughs> you're right. There's no alternative there, word for every uh, year. That is the, top feedback that we get of the quality of the networking, the, um, you know, the connections that they made um, have always been the top, um, top thing. And, you know, as, you know, the marketing person, the person that's like thinking through, okay, how are we going to sell this event this year and, and, and change it up and be fresh and, and this, that, or the other, um, you know, to try to explain, like, you're going to have great, you know, great time networking. Like, it just sounds so blah. Um, and, and sexy networking does not sound good. Yeah, it's just yeah like, not our vibe. <laughs> wrong. You're giving the, no, that's not working at yeah. all. Uh, <laughs> that's a different, it's a different festival. Not yeah. with us. We'll, we'll send you the link to that one. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it is challenging because it's so it's such a vital thing of any business that people are trying to do is that they want to make that connection. It's why you're, the industry is so has always been around it, is to make those networking connections. And yet you're right. How is yours distinct from from others? I would imagine is a always a, a fun marketing challenge to come up with the right terminology for something like that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, 
and so over 10 days, right? So that's it. Now talk about really quick, just like, so people can do a 10 day package. Can they do half? How does it work out if you want to be, still be part of the festival? So this year, um, we have decided to drop the ticket price um, significantly. Um, and so right now you can get a ticket for as low as $40. Um, mm. And so with, with it being so low, that does give you access to all 10 days. Um, but, you know, if you can only make it to a couple of those days, um, you're, you're not out, um, you know, a lot of money. And um, it still allows you to um, be a part of that of 3686 community. So you still can network at your own time. That's great. That's, I think you guys are being extremely inventive and thoughtful about how to get your audience in considering everything that's going on. And I think that's going to really attract the community uh, even more because I think that's always been a, sometimes difficult, you know, when people put certain price points on going to these tickets, like, eh, you know, I'm not sure how much uh, the connections I'm going to make, but offering it in that way to um, perspective, to, to the to the audience that you're looking for, I think you're going to have a really great response from uh, from them for because of that. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to sign up. Just yeah. like, that. like I'm. I want to go. Uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate Jamie for for coming on the podcast uh, again. If people want to just sign up, where what what is the website they should go to? Um, you can learn more about the event and buy your ticket at attend3686.com. Um, and then you can also follow us on social media at 3686fest. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And uh, I, I, I will be giving you feedback when I'm part of when I attend the Please festival. Please do. So, That's yeah. what we're for. <laughs> Take care, Jimmy. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. You too. Bye. Bye. Again, we want to thank Jamie so much for coming on the podcast today. If you want to find out more about 3686, we will put that information in the bio part of the episode. Make sure you guys follow us on social media. Find about all the different things we have going on. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Return on EXP and on Instagram and Facebook at Return on Experience Pod. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back uh, later this week with the audience reaction for 3686. Talk to you guys soon.